It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, ako po si Dr. DJ Bandoy, PhD candidate at genomic data scientist sa University of California, Davis at host ng Teka Teka segment na COVID Corner, ang inyong explainer sa latest developments sa COVID-19. Sa episode na ito, pag-uusapan natin ng COVID data sa Pilipinas. Umabot na sa isang milyon ang bilang ng mga taong nagkaroon ng COVID-19 sa Pilipinas. Ito ay mula nang maitala ang first case sa bansa back in January last year. And although meron tayong nakikitang second surge of COVID cases noong March, we are in a better position as compared to last year. Pagdating sa case fatalities, nakikita natin na although maraming tao pa rin na na-admit sa hospital, mas bumaba na ang bilang ng mga taong namamatay dahil sa COVID-19. Kung magta-time travel tayo to May 1 last year, ang case fatality rate ay nasa 6.7% ayon sa datos ng UP Pandemic Response Team. Umabot sa punto na 11 to 20 ang bilang ng taong namamatay gada araw, bagamat mas mataas ang absolute numbers this year which is around 120. Kumpara natin yan sa case fatality rate ngayong May 1, 2021 ay mas bababa. Ito ay nasa 1.7%. Malaking improvement na ito bagamat malaki ang absolute numbers at ang malaking factor dyan ay ang increase in testing at response ng mga medical practitioner. Testing was quite low last year. Nasa around 4,000 to 4,500 tao lang ang naitetest on average. Dahil rito ay mas maraming cases ang hindi agad na detect at mas lalong kumalat ang virus gawa nito. Pero ngayon ay marami ng ways to get tested. Meron ng drive-thru, RT-PCR at may mga saliva test na rin. Our testing capacity has reached around 50,000 per day. Naging struggle rin last year ang hospital capacity na overwhelm ang healthcare system natin dahil sa biglang pagkalat ng virus. And the doctors were also learning on the spot kung ano ang best treatment para sa mga patient. Remember, this is a new disease. Hospital capacity in terms of bed space was limited and it led to more deaths. Although, this time around, nag-increase ang hospital capacity in terms of bed space, ang issue naman natin ay capability. Ayon sa mga hospital groups at frontliners, kulang ang mga manpower sa hospital. So that's for case fatalities. Pumunta naman tayo sa COVID cases. What is contributing to the second surge? Una, nariyan ang mga bagong variants, ang variants of concern. Philippines started whole genome sequencing at may detection na ng variants of concern na associated sa mas mabilis na pagkalat ng sakit. Ngunit limited pa rin ang sequencing of pathogens sa ilang libong samples at hindi pa rin natin matiyak ang impact nito sa transmission. Ikalawa, contact tracing. Ulang pa rin ang contact tracing. Sa ngayon, ang contact tracing ratio ay nasa 1.5, meaning sa gada isang tao ma-infect ay lima ang natitrace. Malayo pa ito sa target na 1 is to 15. So this generates another cycle of infection. Gada isang tao na na-miss sa contact tracing ay maaaring makapagkalat pa ng sakit sa ibang mga tao. Ikatlo, vaccination. 
Sa ngayon ay 1.9 million pa lang ang nabakunahan sa Pilipinas, malayo pa ito sa target na 70% na population para ma-achieve ang tinatawag na herd immunity. Pero maliban sa variants of concern, contact tracing at vaccination, may isa pang nakikitang dahilan sa pagtaas ng cases. Ito ay ang testing hesitancy at ang pagkalat ng unproven medication. Kahit pa man mas maraming available na COVID test, mahal pa rin ang magpa-test at mahirap magpa-quarantine. People hesitate getting tested either due to cost as well as a fear of being quarantined and therefore hindi sila makapag-generate ng income. Mahalaga pa rin ang papel ng FDA sa pagsuri hindi lamang sa bakuna kundi sa mga sinasabing gamot para sa COVID. Sa ngayon, may mga nagdi-distribute ng mga gamot na hindi pa aprobado at ang downside point nito, maliban sa maaaring harmful side effects ng gamot, ang kakaroon ng tinatawag na false sense of security. Parang tuloy na isip na iba na basta iniinom nila ang mga gamot na ito ay hindi na sila mahahawa. Delikado po ang pag-iisip na ito kasi maaaring maging mas pabaya ang mga ilan sa health protocols at hindi na magpates. Is the government response excellent? An excellent government response means zero COVID-19 cases and achievement of herd immunity. Hindi pa ito nagagawa and let's us be honest of our shortcomings so that we can solve the problems by being pragmatic. That's it for today's podcast. Muli ako po si Dr. DJ Bandoy, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Carl Sayan. Follow Teka Teka on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you have any questions about COVID-19 or suggestions for COVID Corner, email me at askdocbandoy at gmail.com. Ingat! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.